Hello everyone, welcome to a very special season of the Courageous Leaders Club. For this season, I have been persuaded by Anna, my fantastic business assistant, sounding board and force of nature, to put myself in the spotlight. Something that is completely out of my comfort zone and let her run the show. You're in for a treat. Thanks Joe, and hello everyone. I'm going to start by introducing you to those that have not yet had the pleasure of meeting you. So this is Joanna House, international award-winning leadership coach, business consultant, best-selling author, and CEO of The Change Creators, with 20 years of experience in the creative industry. For the past five seasons, I have listened to Joe interview some of the most brilliant industry leaders who shared their learnings and inspiring stories of what it takes to be a courageous leader. And Joe is one of them. So it's time to hear her insights, learnings, and top tips of what it takes to become a leader you know you can be. You'll hear from us in the upcoming six episodes released every week on Thursday as usual. So let's dive straight in, shall we? Thank you. Yeah, that's how are you doing today? It's January. I know, it's our last episode on this one. No. It's our Saturday so far, so coming to the last episode, but it's been an absolute pleasure so far to be talking to you and just sharing. Thank you for sharing so many of your personal experiences and learnings. And I want to sort of circle back something that you've said in the, in the previous episode. You've mentioned as a leader now, you are expected to deal with so many more things than you were expected 10, 10 years ago. And one of those things being mental health. And I thought, well, January is quite a blue month anyway. And I thought this would be a great opportunity to sort of see what changed. Yeah. So Anna knows we're going to be talking about your example for what you've yep. been through. Um, and say I'd, I'd never, ever led anyone through any mental health issues before. It just has just never came up. I, think, I don't know. There's likely to have people in my team who had mental health issues, but back in those times it wasn't really spoken about or really understanding what to look out for with, with someone with mental health issues. And so the first time leading someone through mental health was with yourself. And, you know, I'm just very grateful that you're willing to share your story, openly here to help other people. So thank you. And you came to me, letting me know that you're not in a good place and you need to get some help. And I remember just thinking, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Am I going to say the wrong thing? It was difficult to emphasize because I've I've not experienced it myself. Yes, I've had anxiety, but I hadn't had, um, what do you say? Was it depression? Yeah. It's labeled as depression. I haven't experienced depression before. So it was, I was trying to go, right, well, if I had depression, what would I need? But I'm like, I don't know, because I've not had it. So I remember thinking initially a lot of fear. How do I navigate this? How do I not say the wrong thing? And to make sure I don't make it worse and you feel more vulnerable. <laughs> I said, do you remember what I first said? Thinking that, I think that was the one and only time I think mm-hmm. that I've called you on a Sunday. Yeah. And I was like, I am so sorry. I was like, I was on the floor. I was like, I am crying for no reason. I can't, I'm really struggling and I'm going to need help. And the reason why I'm calling is to let you know that I'm not going to be able to perform or be the person that I, I normally am. And I said, oh, I'm trying to think. I think it was, okay, how can I help you? What can I do to help? I think that's probably how you've approached it. And I remember just sort of sitting there and I sighed because I was like, okay, I'm not being questioned. I'm not. That was that was a great start to the conversation. Do you know what's crazy? This might sound a bit crazy. Because I do now remember that conversation. I remember afterwards, after that, I was like, now what do I do? <laughs> I was like, how do I now navigate this? How do I help? I remember that phone call coming to that point of, okay, like, how do I help? 
And I learned that. Isn't it funny where you learned things? I learned that from watching you Amsterdam. You know, the hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 For that doctor just walks around all the time going, how can I help? How can I help? Not, haven't got time for your problem right now. Or can you just go and fix it or get back to me later? Doesn't matter how stressed or busy or his mindset always was, how can I help? What can I do right now for you? Not even, um, or let me know how I can help. Putting that back to the person is like, no, I'm here. How? I actually learned it from there. <laughs> so <laughs> <I> please, <laughs> I watched that program. <laughs> That was a good investment of your time. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> then it's so I'm really pleased that helped you. And I, I remember after that sort of thinking, now what do I do? How do I support you? What, what do you need? And then I do remember then saying to you, it's, I think we, this was now over Zoom, of, I actually don't know the right thing to do here. Yeah. I've not experienced this before. Can you help me understand what you need from me? Because you're going to get it. I haven't been through this myself. So I want to make sure that I'm not just putting on you what I think you need. I actually really need to know what do you need so I can help you. And I think that was the first time ever in my years of employment where I felt heard because mm-hmm. I have had depressive episodes and major ones uh, due to very dramatic events in my life. And I have to say I have received support and understanding from one previous employer, but not to the extent where they wanted to understand mm-hmm where I'm coming from, where the audience is coming from and how they could actually help. They did their best. Previously, it was sort of seen as an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. And just being on that call, I felt like I was seen, I was heard and just appreciated enough to be like, okay, fill me in. Mm-hmm. I don't I Honestly, for other businesses out there as well, if you're faced with a situation where you don't know, let them know we get it. It's hard. Sometimes we don't get it. Yeah. Like I, I didn't understand my impression and how it actually presents itself and the effect it actually has on my life, the extent of it mm. for a very long time. I dealt with it since I was very little, mm. since, since my childhood. They had to come into adulthood, go through some experiences in life where I had to just, just sit down and understand it myself. So, no, we don't expect you to know. <laughs> and you asking, come up trying to be like, yeah, hands up, I don't know, helps me understand well. I think, well, yes, and also there is the other side of the coin where people don't feel comfortable sharing because they might be at the early stages where they still don't understand. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I couldn't, even if I tried, I couldn't be, I wouldn't have been able to communicate what my depression actually entails. How is that going to affect my life? Because I didn't experience it fully. Yeah. So there are stages and when it comes, it's a recurring, a recurring thing. There are signs, like uh-huh. we've talked about signs. You sort of, when you know enough about it, you will catch it halfway, like your battery. When you know, when you're halfway there, you recognize the sign that's coming. I know what to do uh-huh. to pull myself out. But when you're drained uh-huh. and you have tried everything and you've kicked and pulled the screen, then Nothing really happened and you're down. Yeah, it's hard to get out. So when somebody comes in, hey, how can I help? Let me give you a hand. You'll be like, yeah, please uh, throw the ladder down and and, and we'll give you instruction. But yeah, that's a massive help. No, I'm so pleased to hear that. And then I remember at the time you chose to work through. Yeah, but it was very much on, I would say, again, excuse me if I get my language right, it was patchy work. Oh, yeah. So I knew you, you may be in on the morning. But I would not know if you'd still be there in the afternoon. Yeah. Or I, I wouldn't know, could you work that morning? And then you might go. So 
you never actually took leave. I think you took a few days or something, but you actually tried to work all the way through. And you yes. said to me, because I kept saying to you, take time off. It's fine. And you're like, no, actually, I need to keep the structure. Yeah. I need it's, something. Yeah. Yeah. One of those things that can help mm. or it can make it worse. Mm. And it depends on the person and that person will know. And it's really important for people out there if you know what your pastor is, how you keep your structure and what actually mm. helps you to communicate that with the person mm. that you're responsible for communicating to. Yeah. Because filling the nail in will make that recovery so much easier. Mm. So for me, I know this probably was really difficult for you. I didn't know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. I felt embarrassed when I couldn't work. Yeah. When I felt to the point where I was like, I was sitting in front of the computer, I was zoned out for two hours. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do you get that? Yeah. And there were times then afterwards when we sort of sat down and talked about it. And it was really encouraging for me to say, yeah, no, just tell me. Because when I know, you were sort of saying to me, mm-hmm. when, when I know you're working, I know I can, can give you the work that you need. Mm-hmm. I can guide you through it. And just communicating through it really was really essential. But yeah, working for me, working through it was something that kept my structure. Mm-hmm. That my I didn't fully let go of my daily routine because in depression it's really hard. Once you do, and you take a step back for people. So some people it doesn't work. I didn't work for me in the past mm-hmm. either. When I fully let go, I've worked. Yeah. Just lost I time. just I just lost track of my whole normal life. Down to hygiene, Joe, like personal hygiene, going out, getting fresh air. It stinked in the room. It was absolutely awful. And just, I didn't want to get there. I was like, I reached out. I was like, probably this episode was the hardest one I've experienced because I finally felt like I couldn't get myself out of it. That's what, that was a point where I was like, Joe, I know. I was, what was it? Three months into my employment today? Yeah, it was I'm like, yeah. I'm really sorry I'm doing this to you. I was like, it's happening. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. And I know myself. I was like, I thought I never had therapy before. Very minimal. I'd never be on medication. Mm-hmm. And every time I seek help, I didn't receive it. I'm not going to go into it, mm-hmm. but I didn't. And um, I felt so tired. Yeah. I got to a point where I was like, I don't have the energy and the will in me mm. to get myself out of this anymore at all. So I need help. And yes, no, it, medication definitely helped. Doctors have helped being listened to recognize that it is an actual issue. It's a, it's a physical health and mental health are on the same level now. Yeah. It hurts the same way. You can be a physical pain yeah. because your mind has so much power over you. Thank you for sharing. I think this needs to get talked about more. And I think there's got to be this connection of a, a need of understanding the person who's working for them, especially if they haven't experienced what that person's been through. That is an insight to the world of what you were going through. And to give you the different side of oh, no, how I was do. seeing yeah. it, I, yeah, it's all new. And I was like, and it was good that you were still working, but in a way for me also that gave me a lot of uncertainty. So I'm like, is she here? Is she not here? Can I plan this? Can I not plan that? But then I realized I can't make it about me. I can't make it about the business and just be grateful for what you are doing, that you are still coming and you are still trying. And actually, you having this job is actually going to help you navigate your way out of it. Oh, yeah. And I remember we spoke and went, right, let's look at the tasks that you tend to do. And we were like, right, that is too much strategic thinking. That's going to take too much energy. Let's keep your tasks. So we refocused all your tasks so they could be things like uploading videos, organizing systems. It was all things that didn't require 
much sinking energy. It was just yeah. more implementation. So you could just get yourself into a routine. Yeah. And that really helped, wasn't it? It's like yeah. we actually structured your tasks to what you needed as well. Because while basically pressuring your confidence level plummets, mm. like it's down to zero. So because of the, the confidence level really goes really low, I get scared. I'm like, I'm in situations where I'm like proofing a document and I can't be certain of myself that I've probably made a mistake or so yeah, absolutely. It was very helpful. And I think the way we worked through it, I'm going to say there's always learning, the room for learnings and improvement. But I think I got out of it. I got out of it thinking, wow, I felt supported throughout it. I felt seen, listened to. I'm not going to say it's hard to put it the best experience of my life, but it's one of those experiences that you will feel grateful for for the rest of your life, just being in the right environment, the right time. But yeah, you know, you're learning a lot of the coaching stuff. How did you find any of that has helped you with some of your mental health now? It opened my curiosity to oh. get inside of my head a bit more. I used to block out my thoughts a lot. And something very traumatic happened in my life that I'm not really going to go into because it's very deep and very long. But to block that out, mm. I have to block out everything else. Yeah. So all of my willingness to learn, to get curious about stuff, to believe in myself, to believe that I am good enough, that I can do things, mm. I just sort of got stuck then. Mm. When, when I got stuck, I'm very up in my head. I had to, like, it really helped me learn to get back inside. Mm. i your thoughts. Your thoughts are not facts. Mm. And just give me that open-mindedness and actual willingness to explore my possibilities. Yeah. It raised my confidence massively. Yeah. I would have never been able to do this before. Like, sit in front of like, talk to my boss, <laughs> that the way I talk to you and have that open relationship and respect, mm-hmm. mutual respect, is just absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. It transformed my life. I'm learning to coach, guys. Uh, I'm going to be the next coach. <laughs> but that's she's an inspiration to me. And um, I don't just say that. You've made a massive difference in my life. This coaching, the way you lead your business, nobody's perfect. There's always room for improvement. Not saying that everything is perfect. No. And we're, we're learning every day. And But that this is where I think it's just it made the biggest difference in my life, not just with my mental health, that was probably the biggest one. We've together been through it yeah. since I've started working for you, yeah. but opened my mind to a different world. Yeah. That are, yeah, one of the biggest things I'm, I'm currently working on is the discipline and, and consistency. Yeah. I've recognized that, <laughs> that I had an issue with that, an issue, but like I can improve it, so I can develop it. And I didn't see that until I started working with you. Thank you. Don't embarrass her. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It's the truth, Joe. But for those listening, it was a huge, huge learning curve for me as a leader and what to do. And, you know, I'll say there's, there's learning from everything. But what, if I think I did, there was another smaller episode more recently. Yes. But what's incredible is now seeing your determination go, I can get myself out of this. Yeah. You know, and you still shared with me very quickly, Joe. This is where I'm at. I'm like, okay, cool. Tell me what you need. This is what I need. You've got it. But very quickly, you were like, I'm on it. I know what needs to be done. I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this. And you take a lot of ownership now. Of, I think because you've got the evidence, you've come out of it before now. 
yeah, you've got the evidence that you go, I can find a way to do this and I'm in an environment where I can ask for help. Yeah. And I remember recently, yeah, she said to me, do you think it's okay if I share with the rest of the team? Yeah. But you're now sharing, like, with anyone listening to this. <laughs> you're actually saying, can I share this with the rest of the team? I was like, yes, of course, this is, this is your story. You share it with who you want to share it and I'm sure the team will fully support you. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I've learned that by sharing your experience mm. is you give other people permission mm. or the confidence to speak up that might be too scared to, mm. they might have not have the voice and you're mm. speaking for them. Yeah. So be an advocate when you have gone through it and you've overcome it and you're successful in dealing with your own mental health and your experiences and you found ways that help, share that with others because yeah. I would have highly appreciated if I would have had somebody in the same team or maybe just a peer who would it's been a taboo for a very long time people don't talk about it it's like oh it's just a lot of shush shush going around in any businesses as well previously and there was never open conversation about it whenever it was mentioned it was always sort of oh gosh well she's so off now then just what an inconvenience like oh mental health must be crazy you know all of these things all of these yeah there's been a lot of bad conversations about it, but actually recognizing it, mm. it is a real thing. It's important. And if you have the knowledge, just share it. Yeah. Share it and give other people permission to talk about it. It's, yeah, it's just going to make the biggest difference. Really curious from your view. And this could be getting a bit controversial here. Go on. You know, we need, we've got candid values. We need to be candid and open on this podcast. I have a sense, and I've seen it, and I've actually heard people say to me, oh, yeah, we've, we just played the mental health card and we managed to get that sorted out. And I'm like, what? Hang on. Like, so this mental, like this mental health card is like, they really have mental health, but, oh, if you say mental health, then nothing can happen to me because I've, I've, I've claimed mental health. And I'm, how does it feel like from someone who has really, like you've really gone through it with your mental health, where other people are now using this mental health as, as a way they're not really going through mental health, but it's a way to get out of doing something or not working. And I know this probably sounds controversial, but and I wouldn't say it if I actually haven't been told this is happening and seen it for myself. Wow. It's just shocking. No, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless because I genuinely don't. It's so hard, isn't it, for people to understand who haven't been through it, mm. what it actually is mm. and what it actually means. Mm. And I think one of the... I'm going into fixing mode now, so I'm just going to come up with a couple of solutions. Well, it, feel, it feels terrible, mm. what it feels like. It feels terrible to hear about. It's like, I'm going to go on the other side and say, when I say sorry, I was like playing a disabled card. Do you know what I mean? It's like, hold on a second. I was saying, oh, sorry, I've got a, um, I'm walking around with a bridge. You went, no, you're not. Mm. It's that serious. Mm. It affects your life. Mm. And so, you know, it's just disrespectful. I, I don't think, and I, one way that it can be avoided is by educating people about yes. it. So in massive businesses, have the common knowledge what mental health actually look like. Yeah. The stand up, how somebody has gone through it is willing to talk about it to a workshop mm. and present to the team, this is what it means like to have depression. This is what it means like to have anxiety. And then maybe people having that understanding might not be going to Yeah. Or some people, because I do think it's kind of like, what is mental health sometimes? Like this spectrum could be so wide. Like, what is it? And he's kind of going, actually, because I learn on a different tack just thinking about this, is like with my anxiety. I actually learned that I had two forms of anxiety. I've got one that was a very unhealthy anxiety where I am burning myself out. I'm working too hard and I'm just, 
overcommitting myself and it's anxious, it's unhealthy, it's my body saying stop. But then I realized there was another form of anxiety, which was growth anxiety, that I'm just doing something that's expanding my comfort zone. It's something I'm uncertain about, but it's me. It's an anxiety of growth. Feels quite similar, but I need to go through it if I want to grow and stretch myself. And I do wonder, I'm not saying this is anything, this isn't based on fact, is is the mental health spectrum so important that actually maybe people are confusing what they think is a mental health issue versus this is a growth, this is actually to build your resilience, and this is actually quite normal to experience as you go through some life challenges? Yes, the mental health problems and mental health in general is, is a very wide yeah. spectrum, and it's hard to confuse sometimes just even having imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. and like and it, going through the emotions of starting a new jobs, like, oh, my God, yeah. anxiety, oh, no. You have imposter syndrome. So, yes, I think having a clear education on it mm-hmm. is like, you know how back in the day, so did we talk about sex and then they introduced in schools sexual education? They introduced the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to, when, when it's something first isn't talked about, that's recognized as an actual mm-hmm. issue, just introduce it into your businesses as an actual class or a, a ma- workshop and just having the for people, yes, and it's very beneficial because it's terrifying to think that you have a mental health yeah, health problem. So those people who are saying and they actually believe they might be having anxiety whilst they maybe don't, and this is, again, really hard because I think back a couple of years ago, Jerry, I didn't have the confidence to go to the doctor and say, I need help, I think I have depression or something because I it wasn't talked about, it wasn't a thing. But, yeah. Now that we're talking about it and it's so vilely discussed over social media and, and there's so much information about mm-hmm. it, we can't hide from it anymore. Having the information available in businesses to say, let's find out. Yeah. Let's find out. Is it actually anxiety? Get curious about mm-hmm. it. As the business or a leader, just say, okay, oh, let's see what we can do. Is it, um, is it this? Is it or just have something available where, and oh, one of the things, educate yourselves. Oh, massively. I had, like, there's so much to know. And as a leader, I think, where now mental health is so widely discussed. As a leader, you have an opportunity to yeah. get ahead of the game. When you're new in a leadership position, it is one of the main things because you're not going to have one employee with mental health problems. Yeah. It's now said there is one in four people mm-hmm. in, during their life at one point will experience mental health problems. Yeah. So because it's so common, it's your duty, sort yeah. of, as an You've got to be educated. I'm not telling you. No, I've just got to hear you. I've got to myself, yeah. but I do think we need to chunk down this big umbrella of mental health and chunk it into what are all the different forms of mental health. Because 100%. this big umbrella, I think, is sometimes getting used in the wrong way because it's people's, oh, I've got a mental health problem. It's like, well, well, and it's like I've got mental health, and it's also at the same time, you know, how we've discussed self care and your mental health of keeping your mental health, even when, you, when, you're, when you're not having a problem, just looking after yourself is very important. So, when you say, I need a mental health day, I think that's that should be validated because that is going to prevent you later on yeah. developing anxiety yeah. or developing depressive episodes or whatever that could potentially happen or you're wired to happen, that is a prevention method. Yeah. Calling it a hand for them. Yes, absolutely. A person that could have really used some of those mm. a couple of years ago, I advocate for that. Yeah. It's a must. 
thank you for being so open and sharing your story. I know that's very brave for you um, to do that. Honestly, yeah. thank you for the, the opportunity and for the platform because I just feel it's really important for people to be courageous about. It is a massively courageous conversation, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. We need to lean into it. Yeah. We can't run away from it. We've got to lean into it. Overcome the fear of saying the wrong thing. Trust your good human being and you're coming for like your intentions in the right place to help. You'll be okay. Yeah. As long as that intention is pure, you'll find your way. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> a huge thank you to you for listening to the Courageous Leaders Club. I'd love to know if anything from today's conversation resonated with you and what your key takeaway is. Will you do anything differently? Have you learned something you'll take forward in your own leadership? Do take a moment to connect with us on LinkedIn where you can share your thoughts. You can connect personally with me at my email, joanna.hounds at thechangecreators.com. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do. This will really help us grow our podcast and reach and help as many people as possible. If you can think of someone who will benefit from listening to this podcast, please do share it with them. Finally, for those of you who are seeking to take action today, you can book a free strategy call with me and together we can produce an action plan to implement into your leadership and business. You can head to the link in the show notes to book now. Thank you so much again for listening and I'll meet again on the next episode of the Courageous Leaders Club.